I'm capable of achieving something on my own. But if I get around a good leader, I get a good mentor, I get a good coach, I get somebody that um, acts as a leader in my life, that person is able to bring me to a level that I couldn't achieve on my own. This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you're listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. Brand new, well, brand new uh, leadership in private practice for um, for the next couple of podcast episodes. We're going to uh, do an author review, if you like. We're going to look at um, my thoughts behind specific chapters in um, in the book that um, kind of makes sense for us to start with uh, chapter number one. So, if you haven't got the book yet, it's called Leadership in Private Practice. How to Become a World-Class Leader and CEO of a Successful Private Practice. Thank you to everybody so far who has uh, contributed to the, uh, I think now north of 3,000 copies of the book sold since December last year when we got it to number one. Um, and well done for you for, for making that next step to uh, becoming a leader, if you like, in your, uh, in your practice and in your uh, business. So leadership, um, leadership, what is it? What is it all about? Well, um, I got an inside lesson into leadership from uh, Kevin O'Leary last weekend. We did a mastermind event with Kevin who came on and uh, spoke to us about what, what leadership's about and what being a CEO of a company really is and the requirements um, and the, um, the abilities, if you like, and skill sets required in order to be a successful uh, leader of people, which is ultimately what we're, you know, what we're talking about when it comes to leadership, particularly in private practice. And in the book, I talk about the idea that there are um, and definitely different views and different versions of leadership that are out there. And there's actually even a different view of leadership, whether you are leadership in life or leadership in business. And the skills required to be a leader in life are uh, very different from those skills required to be a leader in a private practice. And yet the two um, can be interwoven. So I think the first thing to understand about leadership under the banner of uh, chapter one, could everything that you've ever been taught about leadership uh, be wrong? Could it be wrong? We're asking the question. Um, I think the idea that um, leadership in life and leadership in business are the same thing is the thing that is wrong. And as you dive deeper into running a private practice, what you find is that, um, say hello, by the way, if you're in, um, if you're in Facebook, type into the chat, you know that I can if you like, I'm happy to answer your questions if you like, on, in my uh, life, anybody else because that share this out for me if you could. And that's what um, all great leaders to, have to, to talk to, be able, to uh, more people uh, to live while I'm on Facebook. Now, the second thing, the idea is that, as I discuss as you run your practice, is they are able to make leadership situations 
um, a PSM. Can you get more from the people that you've and never uh, more important that skill has been than through the last 12 months. Uh, we are literally, is it now uh, 12 so months or just over 12 months in a day own, to the day that, that the borders own, got closed and pretty much the whole world started to close down. Uh, that period of time required people to be certain and it was almost impossible to be certain in the situation. And yet a leader of a business, a leader of a family had to find that ability to be certain even if it's the certainty that they don't know what the hell is going to happen and being comfortable and okay with that. And I think as a, a leader or as a business leader, what ultimately we um, have to have is both of those qualities. Now, deeper into the book and perhaps deeper into this podcast, I'll talk to you more about what those roles, requirements and skills are if you want to make the transition from business leadership or sorry, from life leadership into business um, leadership. And something else that um, I think is misunderstood about leadership is that leaders have to have all the answers. I think as a business leader, it's so easy to think that you right now are in a position where you need to have everything right before you can start telling other people what you want them to do or asking them to do certain things. It's as if, um, you have to have your SHIT together um, and fully in order, your ducks all lined up, your eggs all in the basket, perfectly aligned. And when you get that, then you can actually start leading people. And I think that's something that many business owners um, struggle with, that they don't quite understand actually that the journey that you're going on as a leader is one of um, never ending personal development and growth. And through your business, you get actually chance to find out where the resistance points are, the things that you're not good at right now that you can put right because business and the path that you're on identified those weaknesses and gave you an opportunity to fix them. And for many people, they are stifled by the idea of being a leader because of that point, that they're not comfortable that somebody might look at them and say, hey, um, you know, you don't have, your, you don't have your, your stuff together. You don't have this all figured out. Um, I'm very sure that many employees will look at me and think I'm good at some things, but I ain't so good at some other things. And that's absolutely fine. That's the the, the deal. That's the way it's going to be. Equally, as a father, I'm probably good at a few things and I'm not so good at some other things in, in you know, in, in my kids' eyes at the other end. And that's all right. That's the journey that I'm on. That's the um, challenge, if you like. And I think what your life's purpose really is, is the, is the um, or your life's purpose often gets revealed through the pursuit of these things. It isn't actually to acquire anything. It isn't actually to get something. It isn't actually to be anybody. It's who you are becoming along the way. And that's the phrase that I've uh, now um, kind of had and, and clung to for years. That it's not about acquiring a set amount of wealth or businesses or houses or cars. It's actually going through business as a vehicle or on a vehicle that's likely to put me in situations that I get to learn about who I am both as a person and as a leader of a company. And every time I hit a new sticking point, every time I hit a new resistance point, every time I hit a new area in my life that I'm not as comfortable with as I am other areas of my life, I realized that's what business did. That's what being a father did. It took me into places that I wouldn't have got there had it not been for the vehicle called business. And therefore, really, the purpose gets revealed through that pursuit, if you like. And I don't think you'll ever know truly what your purpose is until you start to look back and you realize that the purpose was 
the journey and it was revealed because of the journey and because of the challenges and because of the amount of crap that life chucked at you you got to actually realize who you were how strong you are how good you are how confident you are um, how certain you are even when you're uncertain any time that you make a decision and you don't have all the facts you've got to be a certain type of guy or, or a certain type of gal and I think that's what really business leadership and life leadership is about that we can make decisions we can make judgments and we're confident enough to be able to do it without all of the facts but ultimately we're able to trust ourselves and once we get to the point in uh, having a team we're able to trust the judgment that we've got of having built the team that we will be able to um, fix the problems as they arrive and if the team aren't capable of doing it then we're strong enough to realize that we've made a mistake i've hired a, a couple of people that i shouldn't have done they you know i thought they had a certain character i thought they had a certain way of uh, dealing with situations and i uh, i got that wrong I'll dust myself down, I'll learn my lessons, I'll improve my recruitment process, and I'll go about building a team and a culture uh, that is something to be proud of and worthy of um, of taking me to the next um, to the next step. So as you as you start to consider your uh, own leadership styles and your own leadership um, views, if you like, that is something that we um, or I write about uh, quite heavily in chapter one whether or not you need to be a better leader or a better CEO. I don't think you can be a great CEO unless you're a great life leader. So unless you um, have the confidence to be certain when everyone else is uncertain, and unless you have the ability to get 10 or 20% more out of people than can on their own, you'll always struggle. Um, and sadly, that is the hallmark of, of most companies that uh, most of the employees quite simply underachieve. Um, they underachieve because they're allowed into an area or an environment or a culture um, that allows underachievement to be the mode or the, the default mode of um, of the business. And I think when the business owner wakes up to that, that actually these people are capable of so much more. And if you do believe in, in human potential and the idea that uh, people are uh, capable of achieving great things, then it starts to alert you to the fact that that is your job as the business owner to find that, hone it, create the environment, create the culture, light a fire under people's butts, figuratively and let the you know let the whole thing go go off to the moon basically and um that is is ultimately what you know business this this whole concept of business leadership um actually is you'll never know what's coming next as a business owner and that's the thing that i hope people take from chapter one of the book that you will never ever know with certainty what's coming you'll make judgments and you'll make distinctions and you'll acquire data and experience and knowledge over the time that you're in business but all you're doing all the time is gathering intelligence and you're only ever really able to look in the in the rear uh, mirror uh, to, to kind of take what you have been through and learned and what life has chucked at you in order to be able to say, hey, I recognize this situation before. Um, I get it, you know, only through experience. I can figure out who a good employee is very quickly versus a bad one. I can. And by the way, there will be periods of time where you get employees that are with you for, for two years. You think a certain way about them. And then at the end, you realize they're actually a scumbag and, you know, kind of we're doing things that, that they shouldn't have been doing. Um, and that only happens with with experience and with time. And um, you'll probably still make that mistake again, but it should never scare you from uh, from recruiting people, because like I say, um, it's it's part of the the journey, if you like, that you go on as a business leader. Um, so I'd love you to get the book, and if you are interested in in um in becoming a better leader, that is the first um that is the first thing that we have to kind of factor in. And I talk about 
the idea that people rule themselves out from being good leaders because they think they don't have the right personality. We've all been duped into thinking that a leader is a charismatic, strong, confident, um, powerful speech maker, you know, President Obama, uh, Trump type person, big, strong, authoritative, like looks, looks like a leader. You know, Obama speaks well, talks well, is inspiring. Um, we've all been duped uh, by the movies, uh, Independence Day and um, Apollo 13 and so on, uh, into seeing, you know, the, 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 the classic uh, address from the president. Uh, who comes across with a super inspiring speech that that we all think we're not actually going to be capable of giving. Um, truth is, we don't need to do that. Um, we don't need to be a big, strong, charismatic, um, extrovert. You know, a number of people say, oh, I'm an introvert, Paul. I'm, I'm not going to be very good at leading uh, people. Um, there are equally as many, if not more, introverts, um, people that don't have the ability to give an inspiring or rousing speech that are able to lead and manage people very, very successfully because they bring other things to the table, as I talk about in the book. There are things that you can control when it comes to your leadership style and development as a leader. Things like your standards that people can look up to, your work ethic that people can look up to, your vision uh, that people are in awe of, your commitment, your desire, the habits that you've got that you ingrain into the company. And because you're so certain in yourself and your own habits, that actually oozes a layer of confidence that other people want to hang around with and get from you um, while they're, you know, they're in or around you as, as a, as a potential uh, team member. So every time you think about your business right now, if you've got staff, if you've got people, you're trying to grow a company, you're trying to get step back from patient care that a lot of you are, you know, the people that follow my work, never forget this, that ultimately um, that's really the first step that you've got to, make and in the book you can get it at, at um com or on amazon whichever um we can uh we can talk more about that and do talk more about that that ultimately it's figuring out in your own head which part of the leadership process do we need to improve upon is it the leadership in life and getting more certain in uncertain situations is it being able to develop your team more and getting leverage and ultimately growing a business um through other people's time um, or is it that um, we need to, to focus on the set of specific skills and tasks that a business leader has to have in order to be able to grow a successful company? So um, all of that is in the book, chapter one. That's my initial uh, overview, summary, if you like, on what it takes um, to get started in becoming the best CEO that you can be for your um, for your practice. So. There we go. Quick oversight. Uh, hopefully I've given you one or two little uh, principles. You're on a wonderful journey as a business leader. Uh, you will never have your, your shit together. You will never be the perfect finished leader. By definition of leadership, you are always growing and you're always bringing people up with you um, because of your commitment to growth and learning and hitting tackle, uh, hitting obstacles head on. And because of that, because of that, you are by definition living the life of a leader that we're willing to do things, even though I don't have it all figured out, that takes real courage, uh, real conviction, real commitment. Um, and I think it's just finding that within you that most people have it anyway. Um, they just think somehow the feeling that they get about being uncertain is wrong. That it, it, It's a sign that they don't have all the answers. It's a sign that they're not ready to be a leader. Actually, it, it's a sign that you are looking for an answer 
And when you found it, you're able to step up. You're able to you know be that better leader, be that better business owner, team member, whatever, uh, whatever definition of this that you you take at it. And it is a big thing for business owners in private practice because um, you're so used to having all the answers when it comes to your clinical skills. You know, you're so used to being able to help a team member actually um, fix a patient or come up with a diagnosis or be on hand to you know to learn or share lessons that when you start running a business it actually spooks you a little that you might not have all the answers to the cultural problems or to the cash flow problems or to the sales script or to the marketing message problem or whatever and so you retreat and you shy away and you don't lean into the problem you don't you know go at it 100 mile an hour you don't learn um and because of that growth stifles and with a when when the growth the personal growth of the business owner stifles so too the growth of the business always and forever personal growth um must exceed business uh, or if you want your your business um to develop then you have to develop yourself um business growth will never exceed personal uh, growth and your commitment to it and as i've uh, been told many times the uh, business owner uh, or the business very rarely lets the business down uh, the business owner down but the business owner nearly always lets the business down um the needs and the requirements and the um the demands of a business are very tough um and with it you must be prepared to uh to have the, the bullets and the armory if you like to go into to, to battle uh, one of the favorite or best books i read in 2020 was um phil knight of of nike 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 as they say uh, in the us nike if you're in the uk um it's called shoe dog i highly recommend it and it's um in it he talks about business being a war without bullets and god is that so true it is the greatest way to sum up business it is a war without bullets that every day you're in a battle um whether it's with vendors insurance companies competitors team sometimes yourself your family your friends like you you're constantly in a battle with uh without bullets basically it's a silent war that that often um sadly for many business owners they don't they don't make it out to the other end or if they do they, they would have been better off getting shot in the head a few years before and just put the whole damn thing to uh to rest um forgive my forgive my candidness but um, for many businesses that's uh, often uh the struggle really isn't worth the effort um but why is it struggle uh nearly always because they're not investing in their business skills they're not upskilling they're not raising their level of thinking they're not investing in their business skills um and they're doing, you know, they're doing the same day, day after day after day. As I've heard it said, one year in business, 20 times. So, um, so yeah, get the book, polgoffbooks.com. Uh, you can get all of my books there, polgoffbooks.com. Uh, check out the brand new leadership uh, book um, and then let me know what you think. You can uh, leave me a review. I do and will check out the reviews to see what you're thinking about the book. And uh, you can get in touch with me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, tell us that you have read the book, what you think about it, and ultimately how it has affected you uh, positively, I hope. Um, so there we go. That's a quick overview of uh, chapter one. Could everything you've ever been taught about leadership be wrong? Uh, chapter two, chapter two, we talk about what is the difference between a manager and a leader. Big question that people have is, is Paul, what's the difference between a manager um, and a leader? And it is a question that I uh, answer for you starting on page 43 of the book. I'll pick it up, uh, my summary of the chapter in the next episode of the podcast. Uh, in the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the email list, uh, paulgoff.com. 
um, head over there for all of the action. We have amazing things happening in this community that continues to grow uh, bigger. We've got the launch of the Planet Paul Marketing Academy coming up. We've got the new growth workshop uh, happening uh, at the end of April, one day uh, dedicated to helping you grow your business. Get in touch if you are interested in that. Um, we continue to grow the team. The physio business is flying. Um, Google and Facebook uh, and everything online continue to be the place that I'm so glad that I started to invest my uh, marketing money into pre-Christmas, even through lockdown. Uh, because it's really coming to fruition. Uh, so yeah, get in touch with us. Uh, great to have you listening, uh, but it would be wonderful to have you um, in the prime time events, programs, classes, and courses that we've uh, we've got for you. We put them on for you. We're trying to help. We're trying to make you rich. We're trying to help you grow this business. We're trying to help you live a more active, uh, more healthy uh, business life, if you like. Um, please don't resist for too long. Anyway, that's it for now. I will be back with another podcast next week. Uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, Reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.